Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to the U.S. Markets Wrap. I'm Sean Cheung. And overnight, we saw stocks rising. Then that's allowed the Dow Jones Industrial Average and S&P 500 to break a three-day losing streak as the all-important jobs reports loom. So the broad S&P 500 climbed about 0.8% to 4,585 points, while the blue-chip Dow added about 0.17% to 36,117 points. Meanwhile, the Nasdaq Composite advanced about 1.3% to 14,339 points. And technology stocks, they are up performing today. So speaking to us from Newport Beach in uh, California, I would be unpacking this with Lila Pence, the president and co-founder of Pence of Management. Hello, Lila. Hello, Sean. How are you? I'm very good. Welcome to the show. So overnight gains has snapped the first three-day negative streak since October for the Dow and S&P 500. What does that signal? Is this the start of the late 2023 rally? Yes, we think this is, uh, could be what we consider a Santa Claus rally, Uh, you know, this time of the year. uh, Things are looking pretty good there with the 10-year rate going down by 90 basis points in in about a month or so. So stocks are are taking the lead from lower rates to really do well. I I see. And of course, the jobs market also is going to be the focus for investors this week. Uh, Weekly jobless claims have dipped, indicating that the pace of layoffs has not increased. But the volume of job openings in October fell to its lowest levels since March 2021. So how is that playing out for markets ahead of the official jobs report? I think that was a really good move. The Fed has always been looking at what we call the jolt number, the job openings, and it had been not going down as fast as they like, and we really had a nice surprise with it going down as much as it did this week, which kind of helped cement the idea that inflation is under control and that the economy is slowing down enough that the Fed should not raise any interest rates anymore. In fact, now everyone's looking to when they actually reduce rates. That's a dilemma right now, you know, very different opinions on that. But really, it's all about inflation. Interest rate uh, is where the market is. And of course, companies' earnings are doing pretty good because people are still spending. <laughs> and I'm sure all eyes as well are next week's Fed meeting as well. <laughs> what yes. kind of uh, narrative then are you expecting the Fed to take, keeping in mind that inflation seems to be meaningfully below Fed forecasts? Yeah, I think the Fed is going to constantly talk about being data dependent. They, even though the data is coming in really good to their liking, but they are not ready to wave the you know the white towel yet and say they're done. They're not going to do that. They're going to say yes, it's going our way. We're not raising interest rates, and we're going to be data dependent because we've had a couple good months of lower inflation and lower assumptions, but they're. They're going to see, you know, retail. They're going to see what's happening this, you know, the Christmas season. But all indications is that they really are done raising interest rates. And But whether they'll signal that or not next week remains to be seen. I think they're still going to be, they, you know, they're going to obviously not raise rates. And they'll they'll say the data is good, but we're going to still be data dependent. Right. And uh, so let's take a look at some of the data from yesterday's session. There, big tech in particular, this was on a tear. Uh, this saw the sector surge again after a bit of a breather it's had earlier this week week. Uh, It's definitely got a good run this year as a whole as as things stand so far. So how far do you expect the tech run to go in 2024? 
you know, the artificial intelligence craze is just still beginning. As much as it's gone up so much, but yeah, it's going to really affect many, many companies, not just tech. We're quite bullish in the market because of that, because many companies, healthcare are starting to use AI. You know, every single company that is not in the, in the Magnificent Seven is starting to use AI to improve their earnings and, and their sales. So we do think certainly tech will continue, should continue to do well, maybe not as well as it's done. You have to remember, tech had a very bad year in 2022. Mm-hmm. So they played catch-up quite a bit, whereas value stocks did pretty good in 2022. At least they didn't go down as much. So 2023, they kind of made up for 2022, and they're catching up. But that's a lot where the growth is, and we're still bullish on that area, especially anything to do with AI. <laughs> yeah, uh, and of course, uh, looking ahead as well, we've seen the Russell in particular having a very good run as well. It seems like there's a broadening out and a, like a huge turnaround. So especially for cyclical stocks, for example, and well, banks, they're also turning. Small caps are also leading. So is this a late year run as fast as you can kind of situation or is this like an early cycle expansion reaccelerating? I think it's an early cycle expansion reaccelerating. I, I know for us, for the very first time in four years, we're actually adding small to mid-cap stocks to our portfolio. And we haven't done that in four years. They've not performed as well as the S&P. They're only up 6% this year, a little bit over 6 with The S&P is closer to 19%. So they have a lot more room to grow. And it's and the investors are going to start looking at that area now that they know interest rates are not going up anymore. And those companies can now have an actual budget. They can forecast what their earnings are without having the variability of higher rates on their debt. And so we think that they're going to play catch up and that's a good area to diversify in. So on the note of catch up then, do you think we'll be able to see more of a rotation out from these mega cap tech names, for example, to let's say these smaller cap names that were not as loved as before? Sure, a rotation. I just think, you know, there's tremendous amount of money in cash because cash, you know, paying 5% interest and so forth. And so money looking to go into the market as they feel better about the market is going to look at the areas that that are maybe have not done as, as well as the tech and so forth. So we think a lot of new money is going to be going in their area, not necessarily taking a lot of money from the tech and, and, uh, and growth stocks. I think there's just new money maybe going toward more of the small to mid cap. Oh, new money. So, and what do you think investors should be looking for then? Uh, are there any uncertainties as we hit closer to Christmas and the new year? Well, I think right now there's potential for quite a bit of appreciation if investors could start looking, and again, for the very first time, into longer term and midterm bonds because if interest rates do go down, those could have pretty good appreciation potential without a lot of risk. And so so you, you have to kind of do that in anticipation of rates going down. And we still think areas like weight loss drugs have unbelievable upside there. That's going to be a big benefit for investors because there's only about 5 million people that are on these drugs right now, and it's forecasted to grow to 50 million. So there's really quite a bit of upside in that area that we like. All right. So thank you very much, Lila, for your time today. You're very welcome. All right. And uh, we've been speaking to Lila Pence, the president and co-founder of Pence Wealth Management. This is Money FM 89.3. I'm Sean Cheung. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.